What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Alright, alright, we're gonna live the good life. What's happening everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. Ooh. Let's break it down one more time. Let me hear that hook one more time. <laughs> alright, what's happening everybody? It's Sunday, it's 6 p.m. I'm actually starting on regular people time. Isn't this awesome you get to spend another 6 p.m on sunday with your boy and just in case you did not catch it okay just in case you did not catch it we are going to be talking about the netflix series that just dropped known as masters of the universe revelation that's right masters of the universe revelation Hey, I'm be straight up. This is not He-Man. This is not He-Man. All right? Just, uh, just throwing it out there to you. Welcome to the Casual Nerd. What's happening, JP? My man, my man, my man. So, let's get it right. Let's get it right. Let's, let's get it going down. Okay? Before we get into talking about Masters of the Universe Revelation, what I am going to do for you right now is play the shameless plug. Yes, we're going to play. We're going to play the shameless plug. Yeah, there he goes. There he goes. Casual nerd in the house. In his house. Throw your name out there. That's what I'm talking about. So let's go ahead. Let's play the casual. Let's play the um shameless plug. And then we'll get to today's episode. What's up, everybody? It's shameless plug time. So thanks for checking out the podcast, Going Full Nerd. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe everywhere possible. So look for Going Full Nerd on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, goingfullnerd.com, and my Twitter handle, ONYXXX1969. You can also listen to the audio version on its home 
Anchor.fm, but also on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. Hey, guys, let's get on with the show. All right. Okay. All right. A couple of other little administrative things. Please check out the description of this video on YouTube. You've got the ability to go ahead... Okay, and donate to Children's National Medical Center in Washington, D.C. The link is in the description below. And let's get going on. So so here's here's the thing. This is not He-Man. I'm I'm not going to go there. This isn't He-Man. But I got to ask, you know, the question is, is, are we kids again? Are we kids again? Is everybody noticing the trend of things dropping in movies and television and all that stuff nowadays. We've got the brand new Transformers stuff that's dropping on Netflix. We've got a new uh, Snake Eyes is in the movie theaters. I haven't checked that out yet. My alternative means of watching the quality just wasn't good enough. So I I, I said, you know what, I'm going to end up at a matinee or something for that. You know, and we're getting basically the toys and stuff that we grew up with Back in the day, you know, 80s and 90s kids, you know, as movies and, you know, with that comes expectations. Okay, we look back at our childhood and we sit and we say, you know what, Um, where where are the simplistic, you know, battles of good versus evil? You know what I mean? You know, but. Masters of the Universe has been getting review bombed all over the place. And here's my question. Did Kevin Smith, okay, did he make a mistake or did he hit it out the park? Now, that, now let's think about it. It's Kevin Smith, man. This, this Masters of the Universe is five episodes written and produced, okay? So he wrote it and he paid for it, okay? So, you know, and that's Kevin Smith of, of, of Clerks and Jay and Silent Bob fame. I mean, you know, for those who not super versed on who Kevin Smith is, I mean, filmmaker, actor, comedian, comic book writer, author, podcaster. Man, I, I wish I could add a couple of those to my tagline. I mean, I got a few of them, but I, I would love to, you know, add a couple of those to my tagline. But but I digress. Let's continue on. All right. But for the most part, normally, I like Kevin Smith's stuff. Honestly, I think the reason I like a lot of his stuff is he and I are relatively close in age. OK, and we've been exposed to many of the same things that fueled our love for the fantasy comic book sci fi media. So believe me when I tell you Masters of the Universe, I, I figured it out in the first couple of minutes of the first episode. This is not going to appeal to anybody that's trying to relive the old school steroid innocence of this show i'm just saying i'm just putting it out there if you if you love the old school steroid driven innocence of he-man and the masters of the universe 
you are not gonna like this. I, I, I don't think you are. You know, you gotta we gotta open up minds now. We're gonna spoil some of this. So if you haven't watched all five episodes of Master of the Universe Revelation, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to walk walk away. I need you to walk away, watch it, come back, relive this video, look at the chat, and then we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna throw it out there. So so check this out. So so we ready. We ready, man. We ready. Let me take another sip of this. Because I know I'm going to need this. Because I, I know a few of my partners out there disagree with me. <laughs> with some of the stuff. Now, let, let's talk with episode one. I'm going to break this down episode by episode. And then I'm going to give you my synopsis of the whole thing so far. Because it did end on a cliffhanger. All right. You know. We got episode one, The Power of Grayskull. Now, th that's what we're used to, The Power of Grayskull. That's, we're used to seeing this dude in his drawers with the big chest piece, you know, with the man nipplage hanging out, flexing, screaming at the top of his lungs. The Power of Grayskull transforming himself and Battle Cat into the ultimate universe protecting team. Growing up, me and my me and my god brother, he had a cat. We called him Battle Cat. Battle Cat wasn't shit. <laughs> I think he had it. I think I, we should have called him Cringer, but he was orange. But I digress. Let's continue on. So here's the deal: What happens when secret identities are revealed? That's my question. You know, this is where this story arc starts. I mean, the steroid-driven power we grew up on starts here all right now i'm gonna commend the animators for sticking to the blueprint of having all these characters that actually skip leg day i mean you know i'm not a gym rat i think i'm an average size man i got my back and my neck you know i you know i'm not going pushing weight but i'm glad that the animator stuck for the most part of having a bunch of people skipping leg day because that, that's what the Masters of the Universe always has been and always will be. So here's the thing. This episode, the first episode, it sets up the future of Eternia while explaining the problems of its past. Okay. And it is done so with the apparent death of He-Man and Skeletor. Now we got a power vacuum. You know, what was supposed to start off as a good-ass day ended up effed up. You know, and people mad because they wasn't in on it. I mean, there's some stuff that you don't need to know. I mean, for life is on a need to know basis. I know there's stuff I don't know about certain people. Okay, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into the comments real quick, and. I'm going to listen to Josh's stuff. He says, episode one, a.k.a. Everybody Smarter Than Tila. We are, that is the typical comic book trope of Lois Lane don't recognize Superman when he took off the glasses. I wish that I could just take off my glasses and people don't recognize me. I, I could get away with so much stuff. Let me put this back on. Let me put this back on. Okay, so now you recognize me now. It's me. Okay. Let's get into this. 
So basically, we now got the power vacuum. Tila quit, man at arms, got got exile, exile. Everybody, everybody boo hooing. Skeletor, who suspiciously sounds a lot like the Joker. Mark Hamill, I'm gonna need you to get back up on your game, old boy. <laughs> Listen here. I mean, you know, he. I mean, I I really was looking for the yeah from the you know Skeletor, but you know, I got I got more of a more of a Joker esque vibe, you know. And it was like, come on, you know, we go. To, but they paid a lot of money, paid a lot of money. Star power. It is what it is. Let me take another sip. Mm. I really should get these guys to sponsor me. Y'all just don't know how good this is. But anyway, let's move on to episode two, entitled The Poison Chalice. So we're going to fast forward in time. We're going to catch up with Tila after she done quit. Magic is fading in Eternia. And we learned that without magic, the whole universe is in peril and will cease to exist if the magic spark is not reigniting. Okay. You know, we get a few introductions in this. You know, we get Tila with her arbitrary black female sidekick. <laughs> I don't remember her from the other stuff, but it's it's, it's cool. I, I, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. And, um, you know, and they run around, they, they heroes for hire, whatever you want to call it, bounty hunters, scavengers, whatever you want to do. And they're going around, they're kicking ass. They're doing stuff because Tila knew all this stuff from when she was with the King's Guard. She was, when she quit, she was promoted to man at arms. You know, her dad was demoted, you know, Duncan, whatever, yo. But with the apparent death of He-Man and Skeletor, we got problems. Now, the, the sorceress, she's losing energy, she's losing power. We get this old lady that's like, yo, I need you to go on a quest, get something out of Snake Mountain. And we start seeing other different dynamics. We start seeing other different stuff. And this is, this is where a lot of people got lost. Because when you killed off He-Man in the first episode, a lot of what's the best way for me to put it dudes just shut their mind off we were just like I, i'm not even gonna say we because i like watching stuff like this okay dudes just shut it off they just was like i'm done but it, you, you killed off he man now we got this now we got a chick flick that's how dudes was treating this okay let's look at the story folk it ain't about being woke man look at the story okay if it was anybody but Tila, would you be that upset? Okay? Would you be that upset? I mean, Tila, even in the original, oh, gee, get rushed home. Get home by 3.30. If you were a New Yorker like me, get to Channel 5, WNEW. Turn that joint on and you caught the He-Man episodes. Tila was no punk. Tila threw down with the best of them. I think, you know, her character, the way they drew it, she never skipped leg day, though. You know, she was still buff, but she never skipped leg day like the rest of them. But that's a whole different story. But, you know, my thing is, is, you know, everybody was feeling some kind of way because now we're focusing on Tila in this story. 
We're not focusing on Prince Adam. We're not focusing on on He Man, this man, that man, Onyx Man, Yo Man. You know, you know, you know, hey man, you know, we <laughs> we you know we ain't got the Terrace Howard thing going, so we ain't we ain't focusing on all the mains, man. You know, and and that's basically what happened. So here's the thing. Now we've got the problem. And now we get the introduction to the solution because we had Evil Lynn, who is now working with the sorceress. Okay, they had Tila get this thing, get this chalice. All right, get the chalice. Hmm. So they could be on the road to get back and restore Eternia. Okay, cool. Now we get to episode three, known as the most dangerous man in Eternia. We got the quest. It started. Unexpected alliances are formed. And this is shaping up like a Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Okay. But it's basically going to be character growth for characters that were neglected in the OG series and only hinted at within the original series, okay? So this is more Tila and Evil Lynn, all right? We, we, we just went from He-Man and Skeletor, we're now dealing with Tila and Evil Lynn. Now, here's the thing. If you are a true, hardcore Masters of the Universe fan, you kind of know that Evil Lynn wasn't really that evil, and you and you kind of know that Tila was more than what they let on and that she knew. Because honestly, I'm sure a lot of you know it. I'm not spoiling anything because a lot of us hopefully have watched the original series. We all know Tila is the daughter of the sorceress. We know that. For us, new people just picking this up, they don't know it. They don't know this. And they alluded to it a couple of times in this pre in these episodes. They were like, Tila, we've got something to tell you. That can wait. <laughs> She's like, hold it, watch yourself. <laughs> You're gonna get beside yourself. I know. <laughs> hold on now. <laughs> That's how she was doing it. So we get that. That's on tip of the tongue, tip of the tongue, tip of the tongue. Nobody's addressing it. It's on tip of the tongue, tip of the tongue. But she's the only one going around dealing with all this magic stuff. Even she doesn't understand that she's dealing with this magic stuff a little too easily. Okay. You know, it is what it is. So they go get, you know, they, they got a couple of things like what's, what's his name? Triclops or whatever his name is. Then you got trap jaw. They filling in the gap. And all that stuff as secondary villains and things like that. Beastman shows up. He's all about evil Lynn. Like, this dude, he, he need a shower. He need a shave. He need to go back and hit leg day too. Because he big and swole like everything else. But you end up with man at arms. He's like, you know, whooping ass left and right. It's nice. The action is cool. Everything is straight. But I need you guys to focus on the story. The story is... Tila is still in the dark over a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it is what it is. But here's the thing. Now, this this is the thing. This is this is one of those this is one of those um bringing it back 
and nobody's ever going to be happy. Mm. Here's the deal. Okay, so we get it back. You know, the the story actually follows some real basic comic book tropes. And, and I'm going to say, so they got the quest. They got to go through hell. They got to go through heaven. They got to find stuff. They got to get this. They got to get that. They got to face their fears. You know, and that's going to episode four, Land of the Dead. They got to face their fears. All right. Then you get a bonding moment between Evil Lynn and Orko being magical people. Orko, who we find out his real name is Oracle. Wow. That, that's, that's deep. That's deep, Kevin. That's deep. I like it. That's like <laughs> Beast Man is in the friend zone. Yo, yo, I don't know, man. Evil Lynn looked like she and uh, Beast Man. <laughs> she might have had a couple of nights up on Snake Mountain. Get it? Snake Mountain. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But here's the deal, right? So here's the thing. We learn a little bit more about the side characters. And that's what this whole first season, if you want to call it, is all about. We're learning more about the motivations and personalities of all these secondary Master of the Universe characters. Because if you didn't, really, just think about it. Who out the original Masters of the Universe series, outside of He-Man, did they really, really, really pay any damn attention to? It was just He-Man, Skeletor, okay? Now, they had some cool comic books that came out by DC Comics a couple of years ago. No way related, no way contacted this, con connected to this. I don't think. I got to double check and see, but I don't think it was. But it just makes you sit back and say, okay, let's flesh these characters out. Let's see what's going on. So we get down into episode five. They've been through hell. They made it to preternia. They're subternia, which is hell. Preternia, which is heaven. And they show up in preternia. And then you've got all the former champion, all former champions, masters of the universe. That's where we get the biggest revelation that Castle Grayskull is named after a brother. Wow. Do you think that back in the 80s, they would have accepted <laughs> Castle Grayskull being <laughs> named after a brother. Now, even they acknowledged in this series that that was kind of effed up how Castle Grayskull looks and the OG champion is a brother. Grayskull is a brother. Grayskull is a brother. And when they transformed the castle from that glimmering, shiny palace, they were like, you know what? We're going to hide it. We're going to name it Castle Grayskull. Let's hit it with the Grayskull. Bam! And it looked like Section 8 housing in the ghetto. Come on, folks. And, 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 and what is it between, I want to know. Y'all tell me. Between the sorceress and Grayskull, were they, you know, she... <laughs> I mean, mm, mm, I'm just saying that these things, I, everybody want to put two and two together on everything else on the internet. I want to know what, 
<laughs> he was in there with the with the sauce was talking about I have the power. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. And and that's right. If it was pretty much if it wasn't He-Man or Skeletor, you knew nothing about any of these characters. What were these characters? Merman, Beast Man, uh, uh Trapjaw, Triclops, you, you know, or anything with a man stuck on the back. <laughs> and that sounded real bad. Mm. And that shows you how kind of we weren't as well-rounded as we were when we were kids. It, it is what it is. But we get the Sword of Power reforged. Then you've got Prince Adam, who is in heaven, preternia, And um, he has to make a decision whether or not he's going to come back. And, you know, being that everybody there chooses the form that they were champions in, he kept his smaller, weaker self, and they called him Flea Man. <laughs> Okay, whatever. But he made the choice to go back so he could save Eternia. Help save Eternia. Well, here goes the problem. Okay. He made it back. Let's get to episode five. The Forge at the Forest Forever. So, you know, after a long talk with Moss Man and all... Get it, Moss Man. Go figure. You know, Randy Moss Man. I know what. Moss Man. So, basically, long story short, he made it back. The Sword of Power is reformed, but at what cost? What went down? We killed off He-Man in the first episode. He bring him back in the fifth episode. And Teela's destiny is hinted at. And it's been hinted at ever since episode two. And it seems the Sword of Power is made whole again. But there are things that need to be known. Because we now have a change in the dynamic as who is the hero in this from the original series. Because it is not He-Man. The hero is, spoiler alert, it's Teela. Why? Because we killed off He-Man again in this episode when we get a return of Skeletor. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. But, you know, here goes my thing. Here goes my thing. All right. We know that it's Teela, but here's where I got to go ahead and put my two cents. My thoughts. My thoughts. And this is just Ed's opinion. Okay, Prince Adam, He-Man, he's not the main focus of the series. And I think that's why so many comments that I've read on Twitter and seen, it's like, um, you know, they're not flattering for the series. I mean, they review bombed it on Rotten Tomatoes and things like that. Honestly, it makes me wonder sometimes about people in general. Because the show's called Masters of the Universe. That was a huge clue. That was a huge clue right there as to where this storyline was going to go. I mean, I really don't understand any of the outrage because in my humble opinion, the animation style was decent. The show was put to good. The story flowed well. I'm kind of pissed that it ended on a cliffhanger because we don't know if it's going to get renewed. There are so many great shows with great writing, great composition, <coughs> Lovecraft country that don't get renewed for a second season. So my, my question is, is this show being more receptive or woke going to be its downfall? Because we all know companies make stuff for money, not because it's the right thing to do or it's a good story. Kevin Smith is proving. Kevin Smith is making his money. Kevin Smith could give a care less whether this continues or not. I don't think. 
Okay. I, I I mean honestly, if I if I was making money hand over fist, you know, hey, you gonna pick my show up? Great. You not gonna pick my show up? Oh well, you're lost. That's how I would feel if I was Kevin Smith. Okay, because there's going to be more to this story. I mean, if you've got Mark Hamill playing Skeletor, okay, you didn't drop some money. You didn't drop some dough. Mark Hamill ain't doing this for free. Okay, none of these voice actors are doing it for free. Maybe Jason Mewes, who played Stinkor in the beginning episode. You know, that's that that's, that's Kevin Smith's boy. He He's been doing stuff for free for Kevin Smith ever since clerks so what does that tell you you know but my thing is you know what can you do okay what can you do yes i know he was stabbed he was stabbed cliffhanger the assumption is he's dead you know let's 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 go with it a little bit let's go come on let's let's cater to the to the unfocused for just a hot second but here goes the thing. Okay. These stories are evolving. And here goes and here goes my point. Are these cartoons being made for kids or are they being made for the adults like me reliving their childhood? I'll be honest with you. They're made for me, the adults reliving their childhood. They, they, the the themes, the stories, the um, background, the lessons that they're doing, because if you remember, the old school He-Man had a lesson in every episode. This is not the, this is not your old school He-Man, okay? They're not, you know, they're not doing this like the old school G.I. Joes and He-Mans. No one's half the battle. You remember that, young Billy? Don't, don't bully, you know? No, this is not. They are made for us we are reliving and telling the stories fleshing them out because that's what we did as kids oh we made our with the toys come out we made our own little backstories that's what we did and that's what's happening now the people writing and producing these these are the people who are my age yes yes they are (laughs) man i i should have been writing this stuff i should have been doing it but anyway here's the deal what do i give he man Nope, I can't. I can't give He-Man anything. This is not He-Man. I guess the adult beverage is kicking in. Give me a sip. Mm. Mm. What do I give Masters of the Universe Revelation? Animation style, it gets a five. Story, story gets a three and a half, almost a three and three quarters, three point seven five. Only because a few, a little bit of it is kind of predictable from me, and they did. You know, I kind of felt like that Lois Lane trope was a little bit too much uh, in the beginning and how she got pissed off. And King Randor was completely pissed off. I I know the mom knows, but I really didn't think that um, King Randor was that stupid. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, Here's the deal. okay? you know. It's not made for kids, but I think kids would understand this a lot better than the stuff they got on Cartoon Network right now with the animation styles that they got going on with a lot of that stuff. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You got the toy companies coming back, Mattel, Hasbro. They're looking at their properties and they're revisiting them. I can't wait to see a Voltron. 
I can't wait. Voltron's coming. Thundercats should be coming. I mean, I'm actually rewatching the Thundercats reboot. Not really reviewing it, but I'm watching the Thundercats reboot on Hulu. Uh, this was like from, was it 2011 or 2016? I don't know. It's a couple of years back, and that's pretty decent. Reimagining other stories. I know they didn't make any more because people didn't dig the reimagining of the stories, but hey, it's nice to see a different take on stuff every now and then, as long as they don't go completely overboard. I mean, hey, it, it, it is the thing. He Man is still He Man, Skeletor is still Skeletor. Let's have some of the other masters of the universe, you know, get their, you know, get their shine on, get their power on, get, get. The ability to show why they were worth making a toy figure, you know, and that's just basically it. I mean, you know, seeing the different things, seeing that Triclops is having a like a techno cult, you know, Merman is ruling the seas with a with a webbed fist. You know, some of this stuff is pretty damn cool. You know, just those little nuances in the background make it worth watching. Don't shut it out, folks. Just because it focused on Tila and Evil Lynn doesn't make it a bad show. Doesn't make it a show not worth watching. And if you are one of those types that just don't like it because Evil Lynn, I'm like, come on, really? We going to be like that? This is 2021. You know? If hey, but I digress. That's my opinion. My opinion. Totally my opinion. Oh, yo, notice I did not talk about Thundercats Go. <laughs> Thundercats Go, done in, done in the animation style of we can all, you, we all be heroes. Ain't that what that is? That little cheesy, yo, they need to stop. <laughs> Cartoon Network needs to go. Cartoon Network needs to get back to the Ed, Ed, and Eddie days. They need to get back to the Kids Next Door days. You know, even get back, get me back to Johnny Bravo. You know, that's all. I'm, Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That's that. Get me back to that. You know, but that, that it is what it is, man. You, you know, but I digress. I say again, I'm a little older. I'm a little wiser. I could take a little bit more, even though my back killing me. I do what I do. But anyway, folks, that's the end of this week's podcast. Thanks for being a member, JP, my man. Thanks for everybody else popping in. Ernest, like that. Everybody, Bob popping in. Really, really appreciate you. Remember, the link to donate to Children's National Medical Center in Washington, D.C. is in the description. Let me go ahead and hit I'm Still Fly. Anyway, remember, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing, anything, Let me send it to me. Let me say it. It is what it is. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Overall, Masters of the Universe gets a four. That's what I give it. I like it. It is what it is. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Close the match because they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. All right, everybody. Hey, those comments. Let's let's get it right. Let's let this break down. Let me go ahead and say a few things. Okay, listen up, guys. This is the thing. It wasn't directed towards anybody directly inside the chat. I mean, I've been reading the IMDb reviews. People are kind of cruel online. And 
it's beginning to be a real problem because people just don't sit back and watch and kind of get the full gist of the story. We want, we, we're just so impatient nowadays. We want it all right here, right here. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's, you know, with the cartoons and stuff, I'm not going to say it's Steven Universe and T-Titans Go for T-Titans Go, yeah, I'll blame it on T-Titans Go. Steven Universe is pretty cool. I kind of like that. But T-Titans Go, gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. I got my grandson watching Young Justice. He's loving it. He's nine. Make kids a little busy. Give kids credit nowadays. Cause you proved to me he likes Teen Titans Go, but he's really digging destiny. Young Justice. So that tells me. And I don't know if that's just come me, hanging around me or whatever. Fly. But I'm still fly. Peace. And I'm out of here. I'm still fly. I'm still fly. Let's go. Subscribe button is right over here.